up Welcome back to Water Wednesdays, everyone. I'm Catherine. And I am Allie. Hello, hello. <laughs> We're excited to be here chatting once again. Um, yeah. Allie, how's your day going? Uh, so far, so great. Um, the sun is shining, so that's a plus. Currently sitting in the dollar store parking lot. Um, when we're done recording, I'm going to go buy some cough traps and some hot Cheetos. This is my oh, life. Yeah. Explain, and this is like a who knew for everyone. Allie, explain why you're getting Cheetos. Cause I think this is really good. Um, so. <laughs> it sounds, uh, the fact that you think it sounds good or sounds okay is enough for me, but like, so I've recently started eating gluten-free and my friend Andrea was like, Hey girl, you know, Cheetos are gluten-free. And I was like, oh, Okay. Um, so I don't know why, but there's a lady at work who buys like chips all the time and she buys the Flamin' Hot Cheetos and I think I'm the only one that eats them. So anyway, I started dipping them in like regular hummus and it is literally my new favorite snack. I don't know if that's like, it's probably super healthy for me, I'm sure, but like it's real delicious and the hummus kind of like coats the hotness of the Flaming Hot Cheetos, but it's still crunchy. I don't know. I might be crazy or like on some kind of drugs, but I'm not. <laughs> but that's real delicious. No, it sounds so good. And I had no clue that Cheetos were gluten-free. So Yeah. It's good like to know that. if you are gluten-free, you know, because sometimes you just want like that like comfort yeah. snack. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause not most like crackers aren't. It's real sad. Right. Life's just different now, living that gluten free <laughs> life. Sometimes you just need a good old lays. Wait, Cheetos yeah. are Lay's, right? Cheeto, wait. Uh, I think so. I don't know. That's not the brand of our podcast. I don't know. <laughs> not I'm so. not a chips connoisseur. I just know about those flaming Hot Cheetos and hummus. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Good deal, man. <laughs> um, I want to share something uh, with you guys today, and maybe this will be helpful, but um, so not to get into this at all, but I've been a little bit overwhelmed and stressed at work lately. And I don't know if you feel this way, Allie, maybe not. Cause you're like a, I don't know. You're so good at like getting things done that you need to get done. But, um, sometimes I feel like when things are like piling on, um, I just get overwhelmed. And if there's like a big project I need to get done or something, it tends, to, I tend to push it off to the wayside and do some of the smaller, easier stuff first. Cause I don't feel like dealing mm. with that big headache of a issue or whatnot. Um, and so today I read a quote by Mark Twain and I loved it. So I want to share with everyone, but cool. it says, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Mm. And I just felt like okay. that like helped me today because I was like yep you know what all those emails sitting in my inbox that just seem very daunting and I know we're gonna take a long time instead of just letting them sit there and like trying to get to it at the end of the day I should just knock those out first thing and then get to mm -hmm. some of the smaller easier stuff later you know yeah that's so funny because I was literally while I was on hold with the factory this morning I was like clicking through like internet explorers I don't know they have all the slideshows but one of them was like things you're doing wrong at the in, at work in the morning um and one of them was like drinking coffee too early and I didn't read that but um one of them was like not prioritizing like 
if you get to work and you just start doing all the emails, you're like not prioritizing the important ones. And then the other one was like not having like a plan for your day. I was like, that's something I don't do that I probably should do. I mean, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I know this needs to go out today, but I completely agree and love that quote because things do pile up and then you're like, oh gosh, oh gosh. Um, and I remember one of them that it said on there was like, don't, don't, don't let, don't let the negative thoughts, like don't stress over the negative thoughts. Because I think the time we spend being like, like thinking about what we have to do, we're actually not doing it. Um, so yeah, no, I really appreciate you sharing that because I think one way to be productive is to just like maybe get the hard thing done in the morning and then, you know, cause then you're like, yeah. Oh, I did it. And then you're like amped for the whatever's next, you know? Totally. I completely agree. So I'm going to try to implement that. I'll let you know how it goes. Um, cool. it kind of reminds me too of, have you seen, um, Fantastic Beasts, that movie? Yeah. Okay. So do you remember, um, I forgot the main character's name, but when he's talking about like how he never really worked. Nope. Yes, Newt. <laughs> um, the other guy, his friend, which I forgot his name too. Um, what's his name? The little sidekick guy. Yeah, no, I love him, but I don't remember his name right okay. now. Okay. Well, he like basically asked Newt why he's never worried or stressed out. And Newt mm. is like, well, why, why worry twice? Like, yeah, you really only worry when the when the thing actually happens instead of like worrying leading up to it. So it kind of reminded me of what you were saying. It's like, when work's piling up and all these emails are coming in, it's like easy to worry in that moment. But I'm yeah. trying to train myself of like, why am I really worried? Like worry when yeah. the big disaster happens, if I don't get it done, <laughs> but don't right, worry exactly. it done until that happens, you know? So anyway, right. good tidbits for the day. Um, yeah. But let's get into our book of the week for this week. We are going to be talking about Romans. Yeah. Romans. Sorry, that was all I had. <laughs> yeah, Romans. Okay. So basically, um, the author of Romans is Paul. Word. And he's talking, to, he's preaching to the church in Rome, which is made up of both Jewish and Gentile believers. Um, so mm -hmm. they, his purpose for this is basically like to alleviate the tension between the two groups and strengthen the group of believers. And Romans is heavy, heavy saturated in like, the strong foundations of truth and the church yep. and the gospel. Yeah. Yep. I hope I read that too in my, in my research. Yeah. So Romans, but I feel like is a really good book to read when you're really just trying to get your feet wet um, in Christianity and, and walking with Jesus. Like it's a really good one. Cause I feel like it does shed so much light on, salvation and redemption and faith and all that good stuff mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely a book I think that makes you dig deeper right like even when I was getting ready one of the words in here in like my verse is justification and that's like not a word that you talk about all the all the times but um yeah like it made me look it up and it was the action of declaring or making righteous in the sight of God so I was like all right like I know there's like justification salvation I can't remember the other one. I'm slacking right now. But anyway, there's big words too. So you can learn a lot of big words if you read this book. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> good deal. Okay, well, one of the things that um, we were kind of talking about when we were talking about Romans and just brainstorming what sort of things we'd want to pull from out of this book, a big theme in Romans that we really 
liked is the theme of grace um, and God's grace for us. And what does that even look like? So we're going to kind of dive into that topic a little bit today. Um, and we'll start with chapter five, verse eight. I'll read that real quick. It says, but God proves his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I think mm. what I love so much about that verse is that it's not like God said, okay, I'll die for you once you get your act together. Or once you, you know, get rid of this sin and clean up here, then, then I'll lay my life down for you and offer you salvation. It's not that. It's that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. um, and I just love that. It's like we didn't have to do anything. And that's the definition of grace. It's undeserved favor. You get something you don't deserve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I um, looked up the Greek word for grace. It's charis, C-H-A-R-I-S. Um, and yeah, just like you said, uh, favor, loving kindness, goodwill. Um, I just really liked that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I think that Grace like, is... oh, go ahead. Go. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, I just think that, I mean, there's so many thoughts that come to my mind when I think about Grace, but it just shows you that like, we, it's, it's not like we, can clean up our act it's like we had to literally be saved from who we are yeah. and it's like it, it's so cool because it's like obedience in obeying Christ to like accept his gift to us is going to lead to holiness because we mm -hmm. don't start out holy like we start out very far from holy and then only right. through obedience does that lead us to hol holiness and I also like it because it's like it leads us to it, but it never like brings us to a rival until we die and go to heaven because we can never be completely holy while we're here on this earth. Right. Right. All we can do is learn how to accept the grace, give the grace to others, you know, and I think giving grace to others, it's a lot of like love, love, love each other as I have loved you because like you've got to learn how to give yourself grace and then your friends and you've got to give your friends grace. That's one way to love them because we're all going to make mistakes. And for me, grace is sometimes like how you react in that situation. Are you, you know, spiteful? Are you sarcastic or are you graceful? Are you like, I could be a jerk to you right now, but I'm going to be graceful because Jesus is graceful to me, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that because it's like, it almost reminds me of this, this thought that I heard somewhere where it's like, we don't love or obey for grace. Like we don't say, okay, I'm going to love this person because then God will give me grace later. Right. You love from grace where it's like, yeah. oh, God gave grace to me. So therefore I'm able now to love other people and mm -hmm. obey him. So mm -hmm. we love from not for which kind of fits into that too. Yeah. Um, Allie, what verse did you pick? Um, okay, so I'm also in Romans 5. I'm trying to decide right now in this moment how much of this to read because I really, like originally I was like, Catherine, I'm going to read 12 through 21. And then when her and I got on the phone, I was like, okay, I'm going to read 16 through 21. But I think I'm just going to read 19 to 21. So I've got three verses here. 
Um, reading from ESV, uh, Romans 5:19. For as by one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's disobedience, or by so by one man's obedience, he's talking about Jesus, the many will be made righteous. Now the law came to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Um, and what I liked about this and kind of this whole section was like they were talking about death in Adam and life in Christ. Um, so it's like from Adam's disobedience, many were made sinners. And then through Jesus's obedience, which I like the idea, it's kind of like what you were just talking about, but like thinking about Jesus, like not wanting to go to the cross like in his own will right but he was obedient to it um and what his actions did made all of us righteous um and you know uh yeah and then 16 is talking about like the free gift so he's talking about like the free gift of grace he says free gift like three times um but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification so um, the fact that we have justification through Jesus, that he like made us righteous in the sight of God, like through Jesus, we have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that connection between Adam and Jesus too. Mm-hmm. How it just shows the difference and how Jesus ultimately is the only one who could be our savior because he functioned so much different from a human. Right. Right. Yeah. And I like the the thought there too of like Adam, human, Jesus, like human man, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I did pull a little quote from Matthew Henry, who is like, he, he has a commentary. He was probably a scholar. He has a commentary on like every book of the Bible, but I was looking through his uh, Romans 5 commentary, but he said, when Adam failed, we failed with him. When Christ performed, he performed for us. Mm. So I just like that. I just like that it's a gift. I like that it's um, like an abundance of grace um, and it abounds all the more. I just, I just love the connection of like Jesus and grace and um, we just can't attain it ourselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. And I was reading um, a commentary on this passage to Allie and it said that when the law came along, um, sin then also multiplied, right? Yeah. Think of it like, you know, we got the commandments, the law, and then all of a sudden we were breaking it because the law is a very high standard. And it's almost like, we all know this about ourselves. Someone tells you not to do something, all of a sudden you want to do it, you know? Yeah, (laughs) Um, exactly. It's like in that the law existed and then therefore sin multiplied. Um, but then I love the part where it says, and then grace multiplied even more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's like, as sin increases, so grace increases as well. Yeah. But then I feel like what's interesting is in Romans six, one through two, Paul says, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Absolutely not. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Right. And yeah, so I like that so charge good. too, where it's like, it's double-sided. It's like, you have grace upon grace upon grace, but also like, don't be a slave to your sin because you're not a slave to that any longer. Right. Yeah. No. And I like what that says in six one. like, oh, cause I think this is an easy mentality. Well, I believe in Jesus. 
and I'm just going to keep sitting because I know there's grace for me. But like, I, like that's not the right way to go about doing it. It's more of like trying to live to be more like Jesus and have more grace. Cause I don't know. I just think that's like, a, that's a, that's a stumbling block to be like, well, I'm going to sin and it's fine. I'm just going to get drunk right here and it'll be fine. Cause Jesus will forgive me tomorrow. But like, what if Jesus comes back like at midnight, you know what I mean? Like you never know when he's going to come back. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't think that's a smart way to live in my personal opinion. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and also if you think about it too, it's like when you're falling in love with someone, let's just use like a a metaphor in human terms. Like when you're falling in love, you want to do everything you can to make that person pleased and happy, right? Like Mm -hmm. anything that might compromise that you all of a sudden don't want to do because you just, you love them. And Mm -hmm. I think it's like when we love God and appreciate the sacrifice he made for us and what he did for us, it's like, our our love just grows for him and deepens to the point where we want to do what pleases him. Yeah. 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 I think with what you're saying too, it's also hard to like wanting to please him, but also knowing that you can never displease him, that he loves you no matter what. Right. Cause that's yes. just his grace. Like that's just his nature. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like this, it's almost like this perfect, proportion of of grace and acceptance but also like obeying in obedience yeah right? I was gonna say obedience yep that's what I yep exactly yeah because it's like if you just go running around doing you know whatever you want and not caring what God wants for you does he still have grace for you yes that's what we're we're reading in this, but yeah, it's also the charge to not let yourself be a slave to sin. Because if you think about it, like if we are reconciled through Christ's death, how much more are we reconciled through his life? Like the fact that he died and rose again, like we were already right. reconciled when he died, but then when he rose again, it's like, we have an abundance of life that we can live yeah. through Jesus. But when we're hiding under the rock of sin and we're, yeah continuing in those sin cycles which we've all been there we're all there we all do it you know um yeah but that's where we miss out I think on the breath and the life that God has provided mm-hmm. yeah no I would completely agree with that and sin I mean ultimately leads to death so I mean that's the opposite of life you know you just can't have both but at the end of the day mm-hmm Sin and darkness and then life and and righteousness and pure holiness. Like which which would you choose? I mean, obviously we choose our own our own will all the time, but it's trying to have more self control and just trying to be the best version of yourself. Well, and even like in that, it's like recognizing that we can't ever achieve that on our own. And I think I'm I'm trying to learn more about that. It's like what does it look like to say to God, Hey God, I'm trying here, but like my efforts are not good enough. Like, can your Mm. spirit literally change this for me? And can you. Right. Like out of my control. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes I want to change so bad, but it's just too hard for me to do out of my own efforts. And so 
yeah. just inviting God into that and saying, spirit, do this through me because I'm too weak for that, you know? Right. Yeah, um, that's humility, man. Admitting, for sure. Yeah. I like this verse too, 610 through 11. It says, for the death he died, he died to sin once for all time. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you too consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Mm. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah, so just to kind of sum up, it's like grace is endless, um, but let's fight to be alive in Christ and not dead to sin. Yeah. Yeah. Choose. Mm-hmm. You know? choose to live in it and if you don't I feel like grace can be really tricky for some people to like nail down I mean it was tricky for us and we're we call ourselves to talk about it you know um but I think asking God to show you where he's given you grace or how he's given you grace or when like I always think asking and inviting him to tell you where it is is a good way to like start figuring it out in your own life and what it looks like for you and what it's looked like in your journey. That's great advice. And I also think even in that too, just asking him, where are you still hanging on to guilt or shame over something that God's already provided grace for that maybe you don't realize is there, but God sees that that's going on in your soul and Mm -hmm maybe he can even expose that to you and, and remind you that, yeah, he's giving grace there. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. So good. Yeah. Well, in conclusion, we don't have a life hack because we did it in the, in the, I almost said in the morning, in the beginning half of the pod. So you've already got your who knew this for the podcast day. has lasted a whole day. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Hours. I love it. Um, Great. Well, Allie, it's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope that it's really nice out finally. Hopefully we can each get outside a little bit today. That would be great. Yeah. Do it to it for sure. Um, All right, listeners, have a great Wednesday and we will talk to you next time. Stay watered.